This is not your century. This is Not Your Century, where we celebrate the news and the news media of centuries gone by. I'm King Kaufman. February 18, 1963. The most iconic headline in the history of San Francisco. It's in the Chronicle. A great city's people forced to drink swill. It's the beginning of a three-day investigation splashed across the front page of the Chronicle about why the coffee in the city is so terrible. Going to do something a little unusual today. It's not going to be just me talking to you. I wanted to bring Peter Hartlob on. He's the host of Total SF, and he writes for the Chronicle. And I think he's the one guy around here who loves this story and this headline (laughs) as much as I do. Peter, welcome to Not Your Century. Thank you very much for having me, King. So what we have at the front, above the flag, in giant, all capital letters, which is how the Chronicle looked in those days, it says, A Public Disgrace. The terrible coffee in SF's restaurants. And then that amazing headline below it, a great city's people forced to drink swill. And then the story talks about how it's impossible to find a decent cup of coffee in a San Francisco restaurant. This is going to go on for three days. What the heck is going on here? I don't know. I mean, this was, I think, normal for the Chronicle in this time. I look at it now and I'm like, how could this fly? I mean, it it's three days of really they read like blog posts. I think over the three days, there were two uh, sources with attribution in this <laughs> investigation. And the headlines, if you actually like add together all the space the headlines took up, it's more than the actual copy. It's a 17 paragraph story. But I think this is like maybe one of the two or three most famous San Francisco Chronicle front pages in history. Yeah. And one other thing about these stories is like, it's an investigation into what goes on and it's none of that. It's just, <laughs> no. it's just three days worth of going like, no, you really, the coffee is just awful. I it, it reads like if like an editor came to you or I at like three o'clock and said, by five o'clock, we need words <laughs> and a lot of words, enough words to fill up. And it's got to be a front page story. And we got to put a big headline on it. And you could write this from that because there's there's really no meat to it. There's no actual investigation. And yet we're talking about it 50 some odd years later. Yeah. And what we're talking about is uh, the newspaper wars in San Francisco. The Chronicle had an editor by the name of Scott Newhall, and he was famous for this sort of thing. And um, another story that was uh, one of his most famous moments that uh, we've talked about on Night Your Century was the uh, crusade against naked animals, which turned out (laughs) to be a hoax but uh, that Buck Henry was part of. But uh, it wasn't revealed to be a hoax until a couple years after it was featured on the Chronicle front page for four consecutive days in the early 60s. And this is the kind of thing Scott Newhall was known for doing. Tell me about Scott Newhall. Well, you know, he was uh, someone who came to the Chronicle when he was 19. He was a photographer and copy boy, but had money and was kind of from a newspaper family. And the Chronicle at the time was dropping in circulation. It was a very serious newspaper um, right around 1951, 1952, the Examiner and the Call Bulletin have both overtaken the Chronicle. And Scott Newhall at that time is at the World section, is told, get the circulation up. And I don't think he had any other directive except for to get the circulation up. So going beyond what you or I would would think of the normal rules of journalism, he accomplished that goal. He did it with um, columnists, a lot of columnists we're talking about today, um, 
uh, McCabe and, and uh, Herb Cain was brought back by Newhall. And then he had this edict that every newspaper, there was going to be a giant headline on top, whether the, the story warranted it or not. Right. I mean, Chronicle readers were going to wake up and have headlines like SF's Body Women, which was about prostitutes um, that were coming to the city. And that was about as well-sourced as the coffee story. <laughs> um, the Grateful Dead was rock band busted, you know, and it was like a little bust that they ended up you know, the charges were mostly dropped. But that was the way the Chronicle was for 20 years, and the circulation soared. Yeah, and they beat out the Examiner. And I think it's worth saying that the Examiner at the time was owned by Hearst, with his famous uh, yellow journalism and all that. The Chronicle was uh, family-owned by the DeYoung family and uh, some, some married names in there, too. And the Chronicle was sort of gray and conservative, and uh, Newhall changed that. He changed that. And then he got in the power position. So when finally the Examiner and Chronicle got into a joint operation agreement, the Chronicle could have the morning edition and the Examiner was stuck with the afternoon, which as years went on, ended up being, you know, not the favorable position to be in. So let's get back to the actual story. The coffee. Yes. I, I should probably say at this point that now Hearst owns the Chronicle. That's yes. who we work for is uh, Hearst. So full disclosure there. Um, Getting back to the actual story, the coffee, what the heck was going on? Why was the coffee bad in San Francisco? That This doesn't actually seem to be made up. Everybody agreed that uh, the coffee was bad. Yeah, and I mean, it's not fully explained. It's mostly just words. I'm going to read a paragraph if that's okay, but... It is a mass insult to the glorious coffee bean, a botanical marvel, which over the last... 1400 years has inspired poets, composers, politicians, military conquerors, and upon which the fate of whole nations is dangled. Now, I just read about 50 words and I said nothing. <laughs> 1400 years worth of nothing. <laughs> that, that was the bulk of the story. I mean, there's one point where he goes to a, a bar and talks to a guy, it's a cafe, and talks to a guy who fills up his coffee pot in the morning. I think this is part two of the series. And makes the guy kind of look foolish talking about how he doesn't have time to keep refilling it and he's using the same coffee all day. Yeah, by 4 p.m. even we can't drink it, says <laughs> yes. a waitress. Yeah, I think it was something about, um, you know, use it to, to strip paint. Um, <laughs> but uh, it's all very sensational and um, kind of talking loud and saying nothing. And coffee is very important in San Francisco today. When I moved to San Francisco in the early 80s, uh, San Francisco is very proud of itself for its cafe culture. And, yeah. uh, you know, Seattle was an interloper as a, as a coffee town and all that. But back then in the early 60s with the awful coffee, one reason that was such a tragedy is that San Francisco was a great coffee town. It had a, a lot of uh, coffee processing and it had a lot of the uh, coffee moguls, I guess, the families, the the Hills Brothers and all that. Yeah, I mean, huge Hills Brothers sign that kind of defined, you know, a lot of the skyline at that point. And the other thing, and it comes out in the story, too, is that the coffee break was something that was a little bit more established, especially if you were kind of in the office uh, uh, you know, you're a secretary, you're a copy boy, you're kind of in that, that middle class area of office. Um, you were going to go and get your cigarette break and get your coffee break. And that was kind of part of your day, which was usually to go somewhere. I mean, it wasn't just like there were a bunch of coffee pots necessarily in the office. Mm -hmm. So, um, I, I think that part of it is discussed a little bit here too. And, and, you know, how that, 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 that social element of it is taking a hit as well when the 
great people's uh, great cities people are forced to drink swill. <laughs> yes, well, we have on the front page of day one uh, under that headline, "A Great Cities People Forced to Drink Swill." There is a picture of a guy <laughs> at a diner, and he is smoking a cigarette, and he's reading a paper. I presume it's the Chronicle. It is there's, the Chronicle. There's a coffee cup there, and the caption says simply. 500,000 rancid cups a day. <laughs> and then uh, the photo credit caught my eye. The photo credit is Joe Rosenthal. And yeah. uh, I guess this is probably the most famous picture that Joe Rosenthal ever took, right? Uh, definitely. Um, the uh, the Iwo Jima photo that he took um, became, I don't know, distant second. <laughs> but um, I, I just always, it's funny because you and I, we dig around the archive and the Chronicle and I'll run across the most routine Joe Rosenthal photo. Yeah. And I'm thinking, how did that photo editor feel that day? I mean, Joe Rosenthal sending him out, you know, to to go take a picture of some chickens at the the fair coming through <laughs> Alameda County yeah. or, um, you know, this is the guy who shot, I, I don't know, one of the most iconic photos in history. Yeah, maybe the most. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah, I was, of course, joking. The coffee photo, <laughs> no better than the second best photo Joe Rosenthal ever took. Uh, and uh, the Iwo Jima anniversary coming up. Maybe we'll talk about that on this show. Peter Hartlob, host of Total SF. Thanks for coming on and talking I about coffee. Really appreciate it. I'm always happy to talk about a Scott Newhall headline. There are a lot of them. I know they will fill not your century for years to come. Peter Hartlob is a culture critic here at the San Francisco Chronicle. And of course, he is the host of Total SF, a podcast you should be subscribed to. You can follow him on Twitter at Peter Hartlob. I'm King Kaufman, and this has been Not Your Century, a production of the San Francisco Chronicle. Get great journalism today and support the newsroom that creates this podcast by signing up for a Chronicle membership at sfchronicle.com slash pod. We now return you to your century.